This is a podcast about failure. With me, Lola Berry, author, nutritionist, and yoga teacher. Join me as we get to know these guests and learn about how their failures have ultimately shaped their dreams. Welcome to Fearlessly Failing with Lola Berry. I have been so looking forward to this episode coming out. We recorded this with Rachel Finch in Sydney in January and obviously right now we're amidst serious lockdown and social isolation. I really hope everybody is hanging in there, staying safe and that your loved ones are doing well as well. I know it can be a really confronting time. For me personally, I don't do well with not having control with certain elements in my life. So I've probably found the battle more of a mental struggle uh, than anything else. So I guess my message is please don't feel uh, like there's anything wrong with asking for help. Um, there are a lot of options out there if you don't want to see a therapist or don't want to leave the house to see a therapist or psychologist. You know, um, the government's doing a telehealth program. So there are ways of getting support if and when you feel like you need it. I just want you to know you're not alone. I have been finding it um, really confronting personally myself. But in positive and exciting news, today's episode is the incredible powerhouse of Miss Rachel Finch, or as I like to call her, Finchie. I love her quirk. I don't know about you guys, but if you watch any of her Instagram lives, she's like, cuckoo, and then we'll start talking. And she's just so quirky and cute and very honest and vulnerable. We both have a big love for yogs, um, but... Also, like, this girl is a little go-getter. She has got her own apparel range. She's got her own Kissed Earth collagen and supplement range. I I personally take the collagen and it's awesome. Um, On top of that, she's got Kind Sense, these beautiful aromatherapy perfumes. She's got um, the app as well, the Body by Finch stuff. This girl doesn't stop and she's positive. She's a mama of two. She's a wife. She is uh, literally, when she came into the podcast space, we were recording in Kafnu in Sydney. She came in and she just lights up the room and even Bosso, Matt, was hanging around at the end to have a little chat to her. It is a bit starstruck. He's going to kill me for saying that. But I just hope you um, really enjoy this chat with the beautiful Rachel Finch because she really is a a positive force of nature and I hope that that brings a little bit of positivity and happiness to your Monday. Big love. I had to press record because... (laughs) Rachel arrived, the incredible Rachel Finch, and we just started talking and I was like, oh, my God, I should be recording this stuff. Let's get it down. So the first thing I want to say, one thing that I really, really love about you and you're Mm. probably going to burst into laughter, when I watch your Insta stories and you go, cuckoo. (laughs) 
you know what? I think to myself, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> I think it's from my good friend and also my producer at the time at Channel 7, Emma Davenport. I think I you know, know yes. Em. Yes. And Little she camp. and I worked at the um, Pyeongchang Winter Olympics okay. a couple of years ago and we roomed together and so every, t- every time she'd get up, she'd come into my room and go, cuckoo, good morning. And then ever since I've just gone cuckoo, cuckoo. And then uh. I see it everywhere. And I get some people that say, can you stop saying cuckoo? And then I get no. some people saying, can you tell us the significance of cuckoo? Well, now they know. I love it. I thought it was something you must have said to your kids. And then I was just like, oh, she's carried it across. Well, I, I, well, I do say it to them. And now they think it's something that's in the English dictionary or something. <laughs> So cute. Yeah. Speaking of, so this is the thing. I I've been a fan of yours. Mm, I want to say forever, but Aww. like we've known each other just along the traps for yeah. yonks now, right? Yes. Yep. I remember we had like a little wellness event at your place. I taught some yoga. Yes, we. That would be what was that? Ago. That was on the back of something. Anyway, we all saw each other at an event. Maybe your book launch. Book launch, that was it. that would have been five years ago? Five years ago now. And then the following week, we're like, let's just have the girls over. (laughs) And I remember we were popping kombucha and doing like tonic shots and you taught yoga on my balcony. It was just the most surreal. It was just gorgeous. (laughs) So that's with, I feel like we've known each other for a fair while. And then like when we do events and work gigs, I'll often see you and you always have so much time of day. My dad is like, did you get to see Rachel fix my dad? He's that guy that reads the paper and like and the social column and like yeah. he'll know he'll know like what contract you've just negotiated whatever's been in the press he'll hilarious know. he'll be like have you heard yeah tell, <laughs> tell him not to believe it and uh, yeah. rip up everything sorry dad now that you've said that he totally will but when I say to him like dad half it's not true yeah. and, and he's like oh no but it was written in the paper today oh, of course it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> mum's the same she's kept every clipping and even from like two thousand and four or five and you it's it's good. Gorgeous. Um, but yeah, can't believe everything you read. Totally. Thank you. I love that you've just come from that one straight. Yes. So you're a lot of fun to Google because you've got so much stuff on the go. And, you know, initially, kind of like you think Rachel Finch and you think TV presenter model. Like that's your initial kind of like skill set, let's yeah, call it. Yeah. But then you start to, do you know, I Googled you. Do you want to know what the first things that came up? Oh, good. Rachel Finch age. Age. Rachel Finch diet. Diet. Rachel Finch height. Oh, that would be lettuce. That would be 180 (laughs) centimetres. Rachel Finch book. Rachel Finch collagen. Rachel Finch Instagram. Rachel Finch perfume. Hilarious. So the cool thing about that is they have tapped tapped on to like we've got kind sense so the natural supernatural perfume all aromatherapy all essential oil based yeah so you sent me some it's delicious so and it's the perfect size for being in your bag yeah or in your little purse i've got some in my bag yeah i bet you do <laughs> um we've got body by finch yes. so that's more of an app movement based app yeah yep, yep. health and, and fitness diet. online program correct perfect. we've got active wear apparel bod correct i mean Holy smoke. So that's Bod by Rachel Finch. Mm-hmm. Then we've got Kissed Earth Collagen, which I am a massive fan of. I mix it with the coffee every yeah, morning. I mix it with your Lowell's coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I think we still swap pretty much. I mix it with the coffee, you mix it with the, the – Everything like, with your name associated is Lowell's for me, not Lola. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Even I, though it's Lola coffee. <laughs> I lo- well, it's, and this is the thing, like, you would know, but see, I've got one thing, Lola coffee, but you've got all this stuff – and it's so much work. It is a lot of work. 
it's, yeah. It's like <laughs> each one becomes its own little baby, like, and you want to give it your all. And, yeah. you, and like little things, I don't know about you, but even with the coffee, the first round of packaging was pretty crappy and it didn't work. And, yeah. you know, and then making sure that everything's recyclable and made from a cycle ingredient. And it's just like, totally. You're constantly honing when you bring out a new product. The mm. first, I actually heard this really cool quote, or I saw it on a, I don't know if it was on a trailer at the movies. I'm obsessed with going on the movies. It's my favourite thing. But I, I saw Frozen 2 yesterday for the second time. Was it good? <laughs> it was awesome. You've got to walk through the grounds. And have you said there's a whole Frozen. Oh, my God, I'm yeah, taking Violet. You have yeah. to. But I, I saw recently a movie called The Gentleman and it's no. new guy, Richie. Beautiful. Incredible. But I oh. saw it again 24 hours later. I was like, it's so good. Yeah. But I don't think it was on this, but I think it was the trailer for this and it said, if you're not embarrassed by your first kind of like prototype oh of something yes. or your first, like you've actually waited too late to launch it. Yes. Do you know what I mean? And I and Matt looked at me, yeah, was it the movies? And he's like, see the cylinders, because we didn't like initially Lola Coffee came in these cylinders and it was clunky, it was hard to, yeah. but we just really wanted recyclable. And then we found another way to do great, cool, recyclable packaging. But I love that that first initial kind of like the prototype of something or the mm. first run of something, if you look back at it and you're a bit like, oh, cringy, it's yeah. probably a good sign. Ours was definitely uh, the first range of our um, activewear that, that we developed and launched, even though at the time we felt it was great, but you look back and think, oh, my goodness, why do we choose that colour palette or that style or why didn't we make it a little bit more, you know, sexy or um, supportive? But just as you develop, you get to understand and grow and learn and develop. Um, The other thing was the very first uh, body program we launched, which which was actually called a different name. It was called Bod by Finch to begin with. Yeah. That's when then the apparel actually ran off that. So the apparel... The, the apparel's name is BOD, which stands for Body of Dance, which was the original oh. concept of our fitness program, which was all yeah, centered, I remember. all centered around dance. Of which, course. which we ended up finding that it was too niche and we needed to make it more generalized. Yeah. So now we've got a program that includes circuits, Pilates, yoga, yeah, and we've exactly. also put all the dance workouts in there. But it just it's progressed from that because we it's wanted broadened. to give people more. So anyway, when we first launched Bod Body of Dance. <laughs> We filmed these like such expensive studio days of of content creation of like 30-minute long videos that we had to cut and weave and make. It was 100% perfect. Misha and I were dancing together and just like the look and feel of it and the whole concept was just hilarious now that we look back now. And just the way that we did it was just so not cost-effective. Oh, you've got to have that lesson. Cost-effective, but just the, the whole concept of it just now we just think it didn't make sense, you know, and that's why it wasn't working because the amount that um, was required from a from a financial perspective to put totally. into that project oh, totally. was just not we were on, in a loss, you yeah, know. Totally. So we had to think about something um, that was as as effective that could give back, help people, but also work from our end. So totally. it was just th- that was a perfect example of that, and that's a perfect example of the whole concept of this podcast is fearlessly failing. And mm. some people get funny about the word failing and I totally get that. But it's like the lesson that you learned that, hey, this was too niche, mm. let's broaden it, actually brought you more success. Exactly. And I love that uh, when you put that in your email for, you know, the roundup of this conversation was failure slash lesson. Like yeah. it's, it's, it, you can see it as failure and it might appear like that at the time or the, the period that you go through where you feel that, um, you know, 
depression almost or that sadness or that anger, you you feel crap. But in hindsight and what comes from it is this great strength of personal development and growth and it's just such a phenomenal feeling. So it's definitely lessons um, that you learn along the way. And just on the active wear quickly, I was at not last year, the year before Sydney Fashion Week, and I saw yeah. your your show, and you were walking in it. Yeah. As well. It was incredible, and I remember thinking I was like a pinch of something because Carriage Works is the most beautiful location. Yeah, is it like an old train? It's like an old- yeah. I think it um, it must be an old train or warehouse for something back in the day that was. I, I, I actually don't know what. Just um, for for people listening that are like what. Is carried away. It just has this beautiful, there's like a very grandiose feeling about it. High ceilings. Very rustic, exposed iron and, yeah, and, and like metal. An, and it's, yeah. it's and awesome. That's it, where you launched. Like yeah. not launched, that's where you had your fashion parade. That's it. So that's like the main hub for all the fashion events yeah. here in Sydney. So it's it's grungy and old and rustic, but at the same time it's very luxurious and pristine yeah. and, and prestigious to have things there. So, um, yeah, it was an amazing event. And, um, yeah, just like trying as much as we can really and I think that's the biggest thing experimentation if you're not willing to step into these moments and areas of discomfort you're never going to go okay that's what I need to do more of or that's what I need to do less of totally and this is this whole thing around failure and learning lessons is you need to be comfortable with being uncomfortable you know like discomfort is our friend totally as it's like the Brené Brown revolution like she's cracked it on the head you know vulnerability is amazing well I actually I'm so glad you brought up vulnerability up because I remember the last time we saw each other in the flesh Mm. you were like I'm about to do my yoga teacher training <laughs> and I was like get ready for the retreat bit mate oh, I was like they're gonna crack you open thank you for the heads up <laughs> <laughs> but what I was blown away by was I think you're in Bali was your retreat in Bali yes and you shared very openly to camera on Instagram stories mm. guys and and the thing that blew me away the most was like you were pretty emotional and and very raw I would say and you were like it looks like I have my shit together on the outside, but I'm still working on myself. And not every day I feel like I've got my shit together. And for you to share that, I was like, shit, like this girl, one, is very comfortable being vulnerable. Two, is so committed to personal development. Mm. Because to be successful and to have this kind of like armour, in which case you can have a lesson and be like, oh, how Mm. cool. I learned that really cool thing there as opposed to, you know, why woe is me, like, oh, I've yeah. done the wrong thing, beat yourself up, which is human nature as well. Totally. And I think the fact that you're doing this kind of like, I think for anyone that's done yoga teacher training before, it's almost like personal development on steroids. Exactly. Would you say? It totally is. <laughs> that week was probably the most transformation I've done in my 31 years of my life, yeah. <laughs> crammed into that one week. Yeah. Because not only are you there away from your family and friends, but you're there for 12, 14 hours a day, you know, in three-hour difficult practices, hour-long meditations, then eight hours worth of um, classroom work that's all surrounded, surrounding getting to the depths of your emotional baggage. Yeah. So unstripping things and going, why do you have these certain habits in your life? What is it from a core uh, foundational perspective that is allowing or disallowing you to do the things you want in your mm. life. Why have you got these specific traits that are amazing 
And why have you got these traits that you know time and time again you keep repeating totally. and you can't get rid of? So it's uncovering like a la- like an onion, all of those elements in your life, and all of a sudden you are just torn apart and you're so emotional. And that's what I wanted to show. Like, obviously, you know, people see a lot. You Google Rachel Finch model or TV presenter Mm. comes up. It's like, yes, I've done that in my life, but I'm still a normal person and I still feel those emotions. And I want people to understand that we're all going through the same thing and we're just trying to do the best, particularly as a mum, as a a human in this world. Um, And, yeah, it's definitely – you said something at the start there where um, I was vulnerable – and you said something about um, – I just had this thought pattern about it, 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 it – oh, you the said – personal development. You said you're comfortable with showing your vulnerability. Yeah. And for me that triggered something – not triggered, but it, yeah. it sparked something <laughs> yeah. because I have – that's something that has taken me ages upon – ages upon ages to actually develop. Get comfy with. Get comfy with. Yeah. And it's only been recently that I've been comfortable with being able to like reach into what's yeah. inside of me and go, this is what I want to say or this is who I am or this is what I'm passionate or what I believe about and what I want to support because I grew up completely opposite and I went through and I I wrote down this specific example yeah. to prep for this interview yeah. was – Um, when I was younger, I went through a period of my life where I was way too strict on my diet and my exercise. And you've probably read about this where I lost my menstrual cycle, something so natural um, for my body was not happening for so long. For two years, I lost it Mm. for. Um, And I just went through this like wave of deprivation and then binging and then, um, you know, I'd be... uh, I'd be fine for a week and then I'd just go and eat everything and then I'd get depressed and then Mm. I'd stop eating and then I'd over-exercise and it was just this unhealthy cycle you can imagine psychologically as well, you know, Um, because of my own perception of what I thought I needed to look like in order to book jobs in the modelling industry. And also I think uh, my history is eating disorders as well. There's a massive component of self-worth linked to it but in your the way you're talking about how getting this comfortable with vulnerability there's a sense of self-confidence because when you like a lack of self-confidence when you've got an eating disorder or some form of disordered eating whether it be binging or restricting whatever it is the flip side is to compensate so, yeah. so what do you do when you have a lack of because you think you're not worthy or you think you, you're you not good enough because you don't measure up or you're not perfect is you try and overcompensate. So you're trying to be great for everyone and yeah. you're trying to put on the show and you're yeah. trying to be happy. Uh, you're trying to be happy and you're trying to have these amazing moments. And, of course, there's yeah. this imbalance because it's not working. Totally. And so, then often you'll give, at the, like give, 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 like, oh, I'll just help people. Give. And that's a gift and that's great. But you're compensating at, yeah, at the your, cost of yourself. your personal growth. So this was this big journey that I've been yeah. going through over the years and I've kind of, you know, I'm still on it and I'm still trying to learn as much as I can just to be really um, true to myself and um, kind to myself and then kind to the greater community and try just to be an awesome person as much as I can, you know. Well, I can confirm you're an awesome person. And, but honestly, if, if someone said describe Rachel Finch in a word, I would probably say kind. Aww. That would that like that's probably the energetic so feeling beautiful. I get when Thank I'm around you. you. But also even in everything that you share, your whole messaging, it's all about and even like the way you are with your family. I don't know if um you actually definitely won't remember this. That <laughs> night we had the girls' night at your place. Yeah. You had to call Misha for something. I don't remember what it was. 
was and you you said, hey, Angel, da 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 whatever you had to say. And I remember going back home to my roommate. I was living in Paddington. I was like, life goals. I need someone that I can call Angel. I just like, and I just remember thinking, what a bond. Like I had this moment. I was just, and you, you would have noticed, I think you were prepping food and I was on the other side of the kitchen bench bed and yeah. I was just like, Oh, I think man. I do remember that. Yeah. You, you were trying to get the speaker set That's up. That's what it was. It was helping with the speaker. Do you remember? Those that yeah. bloody Bluetooth <laughs> issues. <laughs> I do remember that. And yeah. you've got it now. Bosso is not Angel, but it's still yeah. your little thing. <laughs> yeah, totally. But How also beautiful. having that kind of teammate. Yes. As opposed to um, I think when we're younger, even especially when we're really strict on ourselves in the way we look or the way we choose to nourish ourselves because that can also be a, a kind of like sticky um, relationship too with being like super healthy yes. too. Like, exactly. It's a balance. Totally. Yeah. And actually I read an interview, and I'm totally digressing here, but I read an interview where you said, look, I don't really drink. Like yeah. I might have a glass of wine with my dad at Chrissy. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. And it was the way because I don't either. I could tell you on one hand how many times I drink in a year. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like alcohol is bad. It just. No, it's a personal preference. Yeah. I like getting up the next day feeling yeah. good. I just, I actually can't take that much. No. I'll have one sip, I'll have two sips and I feel tipsy. And I'm like, that's enough. Yeah. I feel good. The nice one is when you actually match wine with food. So if someone's made you a beautiful piece of white fish or something and there's this delicious white wine that will go with it, I like that kind of. Of course. From a palate. Yes, the sensation of the flavours and, yeah. That's what I'm like, that's probably (laughs) what it's meant for. But I completely digressed and, and I think when we're, quite strict on ourselves, even when it comes to like finding a partner. I want to talk to you about that because I think you've got a really nice story. Um, (laughs) When it comes to finding a partner, I used to make a little list. Mm. I want a surfer. I want someone that's like, and and I was learning like all these like aesthetic things. Yes. And it wasn't about kindness. It wasn't about someone that cares, someone that's Mm. got a real heart. And I think that that's when you find a teammate versus like what you think that you want. Yeah. So you're saying not having a list is when you find. Well, yeah. And I think when you're strict on yourself in other areas of your life, you can have this kind of checklist for a partner and that's kind of like not the way. And I think when I heard you, because this would have been, yeah, maybe even more than five years ago and you're like, hey, Angel, I was just like, that's a teammate. Mm. Yeah. And it's it's been like that ever since we got together. Um, I want to hear this story. Yeah. So, so I got a call from my agent mm-hmm. and he I pulled over and I said, um, hey, Dave. And I just, you know, I was only with him for like three months and I'm still with the same manager and have been for 12 years. And he said, oh, sorry, 11 years now. And he said, um, had a call from Channel 7. They want you to do Dancing with the Stars. I was like, yeah, awesome. I'd take up a challenge. Never dance a day in my yeah, life. But I'll like, give it no. a go. Because <laughs> I've been like, you know, athletics and water skiing yeah. and touch football and very, you know, tomboyish yeah, type stuff. Yeah. I don't, I definitely didn't have, you know, you know, what you consider like good posture or the ability to be graceful on a dance floor. <laughs> anyway, so I walked into the rehearsal studio for the very first time, opened up the door, looked at Misha, and I'm just like, he's got to be gay, you know? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> because he was just perfect from top to toe and that yeah. feeling of like he just really looks after himself and he's, you know, just yeah. picture perfect. Here yeah. I am with the bouncy ponytail, frayed hair, <laughs> you know, um, uh, active wear that was all frayed. Anyway, so we met that day after that rehearsal. We went to the cafe downstairs until they kicked us out just chatting 
And oh. then uh, three weeks later, I pretty much had my toothbrush at his place. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he, um, yeah, he, he, a week after we actually had that first meeting, he texted me and said, uh, would you like to go out to dinner? All of my lessons have cancelled. And never did that happen, um, like, in his whole teaching career. So it was quite interesting. Like, m- maybe he cancelled. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but we went for, for dinner. He picked me up. He... And he has had he's had the same behaviour and mannerisms um, as that same night. So he opens the door for me. It's very like oh, old school. Gentleman opens the door, um, carries my coat, or puts you know his coat over my shoulders all the mm. time, and just really lovely. <laughs> and, so and I definitely lovely. was not used to any of that. Yeah, um, and I was quite young at 21 or 22 and yeah he dropped me off and gave me a kiss on the cheek and we didn't make love or do anything for months um and yes some people say well you had your toothbrush at its place but it was very yeah very civilized yeah. and normal and nice and he said when you he always says to Violet when you care about someone um you know make sure they respect you yeah. and they wait and take, totally. take their time and yes, yeah, so that's how we met. And then, um, we opened, uh, a couple of dance schools. And then from there, we did the, we wanted to take it and, and make it a little bit bigger. So that's why we, um, created the online dance program. And that's progressed into what we're doing now. So, so good. <laughs> so here's me. This podcast is like about the lessons, but that was like, I was like, oh, I've just got to ask about the, I'm a, yeah, like romantic romance. at heart. It's beautiful, isn't it? Everyone yeah. loves a good meeting story. And <laughs> I love the whole like, um, waiting thing because I'm a big believer in that too, because I think. I think you want to get like ultimately your partner wants to be your best friend as mm, well and yeah. so you want to you want to be like are we mates like you want to get this feeling like you've got this teammate yeah we definitely are a team and yeah, we do everything 24 7 like if you know you said before you know you've got this 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 and you've got two kids blah 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 how and it's because I have that support of him like without him yeah. I honestly think I probably wouldn't even be doing half of what I'm doing it's he is the true um, engine in what we are doing and he's honestly like I we balance each other well I work to my strengths yeah and I work and I let him take over the weaknesses and he works to his strength and gives the weak his weaknesses to me he's um his strengths and where he excels is in the development in the creation in the um uh, he's like an ideas person. He's an ideas yeah. man and he makes things happen. Yeah. And he's very good with numbers and he's yeah. very good with just projects, etc. I'm more um, creative. <laughs> creative. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that too. Thinking of the ideas yeah, and yeah. being, um, you know, very whimsical and yeah. marketing and making things happen from that. I, I do love event management, so I am yeah. passionate about that. Um, but we balance each other really well. So we've both got to bring each other down a little bit, but it's good. Oh, I love that. <laughs> So I want to take it back a little bit because mm-hmm. you have built this incredible, I hope you don't mind me saying, it's almost like this wellness empire mm. within everything of who you are. Getting like, there but not not quite. But no, <laughs> take the compliment. You're, you, you're doing so many amazing things. Um, but like take it back to like the Miss Universe days. Yeah. Like that would have been. Yeah, that was, um, that was right in the midst of everything that I spoke about before with yeah. – 
uh, lack of self-care, lack of self-love, um, ill understanding of what my brain and body needs to thrive at its best. So for me, it was very much, that was that was the start of my journey yeah. because I was in this point of, um, I guess, just a cycle of like, you know, over-exercising, yeah. not feeding my body with yeah. the right nutrition. I didn't know what meditation was. Like it just, I just wasn't aware of it. Mm. And it was that low point that kind of, sparked, um, I guess, an area for me of I don't want to be, I don't want to feel like this anymore. So that's when I started like educating myself and reading things and thinking maybe I want to study health coaching because that's something yeah. that I'm really passionate about. Um, I've always been interested in my body. I've always been interested in what makes me feel really good and perform at my mm. optimum. So for me, that's an area that I'll always go to a podcast and listen to and like self-development is, yeah. is um, you know, a pinnacle of happiness for me because totally. I just I just love all that information. Even if it's things that I don't believe in, I'll still listen and go, hmm, that's an interesting concept. Oh, totally. Um, you know, and I'll experiment with all these weird and wacky things. So that's, <laughs> that's one thing. I, and again, I'm digressing. I did because I can't find any, I couldn't find any like every story on you was like, Rachel Finch's tips on how to live your best life, like all that stuff. But there was this one and it's like, um, interesting. So there was, I think this went a bit like viral, but your bath habits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, you pull out some weird and wacky things. Yeah, so I did a bath with, uh, what was it? Bicarb soda. Bicarb soda and what was the other See, stuff? Sea salt or something. Saw it on a website. <laughs> you got to try it, Lols. Mate, I'm all about experimenting with stuff. Felt good. It, I yeah. sweated like you wouldn't believe. Oh, so yeah. there was a lot coming out. <laughs> But so, I, like, and that's the thing that I love. And and it, and as I was preparing for this, I was like, oh, like, I couldn't find, like, when I, sometimes I know the failures, and for people listening, I didn't know the failures that, or the lessons that you wanted to talk about today. Mm, yeah. And so sometimes you can research and get a little bit of a idea of exactly. the ebbs and flows. But yeah. I'm going in here kind of like going, all I can find is this bath story. Tell us. <laughs> yeah. But that's, and that's where I guess I kind of brought up the, Miss Universe thing only because it's such a young age. I imagine it's really easy for people to take advantage of you. Absolutely. And, and career. And, 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 and that's where another one of my failures slash lessons comes into play, which is all about self-doubt has been massive for me. Yeah. And it goes directly back to what we were saying. I have been in front of a camera my entire life, mm. essentially, since I was 14, modelling, TV presenting, in the media, working for brands, mm. like just basically being a face, a voice or a, an image yeah. for myself or somebody else. So for me, that with that naturally, I've just grown up with this feeling of they're looking at me, they're watching me, they're judging what I'm totally. doing, which is natural. But at the same time, I should, um, you know, you think over time you should develop the ability to say it doesn't really matter, which is what I've now tried to really hone in on, like mm. what my what what my opinion is and what I what I want to say is what is at the core of of my heart and my soul. Um, and is me, it's Rachel, but it's had a huge impact on my life and my personality and my belief systems yeah. um, and particularly my self-doubt. And because I've had that judgment, I've always been thinking, oh, I've got to, I've got to be a certain way or I've got to say a certain thing or I can't say that or I can say. And I've never really had the ability or the lessons to early on, sorry, mm. to 
not fix that, but nurture that and change that into this place of authenticity. Yeah. So that self-doubt, self-doubt, deep, deep, deep yeah. self-doubt has been big for me. And that's been something that has been a, what I would, what you would in, in this podcast consider a failure slash lesson. Yeah, totally. Has been, I've questioned so much. I, yeah. I, you know, I've questioned, we're just about to go on air in three, two, and I'm still questioning what the hell is about to come out of my yeah, mouth. Yeah, wow. Um, okay. I'm questioning writing my book. I'm questioning, is this going to be what these girls are needing right now? It's going to print. I was questioning. I'm all constant, I was constantly in this place, and I still am from day to day, of self-doubt, and it's this massive journey of really diving deep and going, it doesn't, there is no right or wrong. And totally. It's it's what you believe in and it's who you are and everyone is completely different and I'm just trying to do the best that I can and trying to help as many people as we can. So I think you've hit the nail on the head with the self-doubt thing there because I'm, I know personally I can relate to that so I can only imagine how many people listening totally. can, can relate to that and I yeah. think for me I see a therapist and we work a lot on my I've got massive self-doubt yeah and it's just debilitating isn't uh, it? It it's can like, totally go away but it can almost a irrationalize a very clear mm, rational situation. I know. Yeah. Like I can get so caught up in ruminating like over and over and over and going, well, should I do that? No, should I do that? Should I? It, like to the point that, and that's where Matt's bosso has been so good. He's like, calm down. Mm. You're acting like you've got anxiety right now. Like he'll, he'll just, he'll be like, let's just reset, hold yeah. some space. And then I'll be really clear. And even sometimes we'll be talking about something business and I'll be like, I've got to tackle this tomorrow because I can tell I'm not clear and I'm doubting everything I'm doing. Yes. And Michael does that for me as well. They've got this ability to, I'm not saying allowing emotions to get in the way is a bad thing, but they have the ability to set aside the topical flow of mm. negativity that's currently happening and just stay neutral. Yes. And that's what, that's what I love from Misha. Like yeah. I can just, he's, he helps me get back to that neutral position easier. Um, in saying that, I think it's really important to understand as women that it is so that, that wave of emotion should be, should be rode like a wave and don't, don't deny it and say, Oh, this is, this is me. I'm broken. This yeah. is wrong. This is horrible. It's like, this is just natural. This totally. is the human body doing, totally. doing it. It's normal thing. It's a defense mechanism. And also like doubt and going over something is a protection too. Mm. You know, like, it's like, it's like, well, I don't want to F that up or I don't want to disappoint that person or I don't, but then there does come a sense. And that's where I love like, coming to this feeling of like knowingness because ultimately we do know inside. Like you get a feeling. Yes. You would get a feeling, say, a company comes to you and they're like, we want you to be the face of this brand, I don't know, a toothpaste or something, and you're like, oh, well, I don't use that and it's not really in alignment with me. This is a total hypothetical for anyone listening <laughs> that's probably Googling Rachel Finch toothpaste. Yeah. So I don't know if you've ever been the face of a toothpaste. Never. Okay, good, good. Um, and you're like, oh, that's not something that I use. Like it's got sodium laurel sulfate or whatever it is. Like the, the brand alignment's not right for you. You can kind of feel it in your gut. Yes. And then there are other people around you going, this is a great opportunity for X, Y, and Z. Like it comes to this and that's where like I say like the doubt really kind of like goes away when you come to this knowing within you and go, that's right or no, I can do that but on my terms. Exactly. And that knowing, as you said, is completely there for all of us. Mm. A lot of people though then go, well, how do I find that? 
And this is what I'm so passionate about. Okay, it's not just the food that you eat. It's not Mm. just meditation and sitting for hours in silence. Mm. It's not just practicing yoga every day. It's not just, um, what's the other one, the movement one. It's it's this beautiful, holistic, um, round circle that needs to be filled daily. Love, care, family, spirituality, joy, career, uh, whatever – Float to mm. boat, movement every day. Yes, being mindful, be- practicing meditation, but all of these beautiful things mm. that help us get to that core, intuitive, amazing totally. feeling that goes, this is what I'm going to do today. I'm going to stand by that. Tomorrow, I may not agree with it, but I made the best decision on that day with what with the tools that I had. And knowing that that sphere, it looks different for other people as well. Exactly. Like you love to meditate. Misha has never meditated day, a day in his life. So Matt Bosso yeah. won't get out of bed without meditating. Like I can't, he'll be like, meditating boss, don't talk to me. Oh, like, no, I'm like, hey, what do you do? <laughs> Some early bird. Yeah, I'll, we'll have to swap um, yeah. or, or just like get them to, get them to cross paths a bit. Totally. But whereas me, like I'll meditate generally like I'll use it as a tool to help me if I'm feeling anxious or yes. I'll use it, um, it if I feel really clear after a yoga class, I'll often sit in meditation after I've practised yoga. Yeah. But I'm much more fluid. Like I'll, I'm I'll dip in, in and yeah. out. And I read somewhere that you can meditate in an Uber and I was like, mate, this chick's got it down Can back. you? Can you? Well, if you put your sunnies on, usually you can kind of like, I like the beginning, I like the takeoff and landing of an aeroplane. Oh, it's nice, isn't it? Because it's that 15, <laughs> kind of 20. You know, you know you're know, safe for a little while. Yeah. If yeah. It's, it, it, no one can really talk. Like and it's That's just it. headphones You've on. You've got the significant time there. Yeah. yeah. So I love that that moment. And, and Matt won't fly without meditating at the beginning. Like he is like way better than me at it. But you've you've hit on like all these, you've kind of got all these beautiful little facets, not little, very large facets to your life. And Mm. you said earlier that you've spent a lot of your life in front of the camera. Mm. Has there ever been a time, you don't have to give specifics, but I even know in my career there's been times where I've been told you don't look good, you look a bit too fat for that. Like I've had like pretty cutting and I think that's just part of the media world Yeah. Um, and I definitely don't need specifics, but I just mean is there ever, have you ever had a time where you've rocked up on a set and you've been made to feel less than? I remember, keep in mind that... They didn't make me feel like that. I chose to yeah, feel like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. yes, there's been several times, almost, oh, probably eighty percent of the eighty percent of me turning up to a job, I felt like that because I chose to take someone's comment in that way. Yeah. Um. So almost every modeling job. So obviously you're in an outfit yeah. as a 16 year old girl and they're looking at the screen like, oh, um, it's just not working. What's not working? Yeah. Is, it, is it because yeah. I'm too overweight? Am I too underweight? Is it my hips aren't looking right? Is my face not? What is mm. it? Is it me? Is it? So that questioning has gone on for so long. Yeah. Um, there's been a lot of incidents with um, my work as a TV presenter and, you know, n- not pronouncing words correctly. And Oh, really? Yeah. Is and, that a thing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> And it's been like, you know, oh, there's um, – because I'm from North Queensland yes. and there's obviously a – it's different to 
You would be Aussie, quite Aussie. Yeah. Your accent doesn't sound... It's a much more casual way of speaking and it's different to what Sydney and Melbourne um, original people sound like. Although I'm a Melbourneian but I lived on the Goldie so I can tap into The combination, I love it. Yeah, you got the flow girl. (laughs) But there's been that um, and uh, three modelling agencies I walked into when I was a teenager said, we love you but uh, you just need to lose five kilograms. Yeah, wow. One in the US and two here in Australia. Mm. Um, and that was like at the time I had my brother with me and we left and, you know, Dave was like, that is just stupid. That's ridiculous. Mm. We're never coming back here again. That's wrong. You know, he was there to support me. What Thank a God for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if I didn't have that, you know, and I still thought about it, even though Dave was saying that, as a oh. young influential girl, I was still listening to. Oh, your little brain soaks that up and your heart. Soaks that up. You're just like, oh, I've got to get on the treadmill. Like they're asking me to just do cardio. Yeah, 100%. How wrong. The good thing is would you say that, well, would you say that the the tone of modelling is changing now? Absolutely. so much diversity. It is wonderful, you know. You just flick open a magazine Mm. or you just scroll through Instagram and we're celebrating different body shapes and sizes and ethnicities and it's just, it's freaking awesome, (gasps) you know, Um, and that's what it should be. And uh, once again, that was probably just my perception of how I chose to treat that. Um, You're being very kind. No, honestly, you know, like you, you, you do think about it. I chose to feel a certain way um, but at the same time I didn't know how I didn't have the tools in my in my toolkit to be able to diffuse the situation and but get as back. a young female that's hard it you is. can't be expected it to is. have that either. you don't have like, the maturity of a yeah. 50 or 60 year old yeah. that has lived through those experiences um, but yeah we live and we learn and um, that's all a part of it and I think it kind of just to round it back this is where that kind of like the knowingness overtakes itself down because the mm. reality is like human nature is to judge yes so I often say I do speaking gigs and I'll be like within seven seconds of me standing here you've all judged me yes. like that's and that's okay like <laughs> yeah. that's it, it is human nature but if, yeah. if we start working on this is where I love like the vulnerability stuff that you mm. share because it's like once we own who we are, yes. that doesn't really, it's almost like it just falls it doesn't by the matter. side. And, yeah. and they will, people will still judge and that's totally fine. Yeah. But it's it's not disturbing our inner peace. Totally. And that's the biggest thing here. We don't want to let anything that's um, unnecessary disturb this beautiful soul and beautiful energy that's mm. burning constantly in each and every one of us, that intuition that we can all tap into to create a better life. <sighs> You were like a little walking, talking inspiration. Oh, stop. From Townsville. <laughs> Best. Uh, so on to the like lessons of businessy stuff. So we've spoken about the like the Mr. Universe and eating stuff, um, body, like the body care stuff. Yeah. Which I love how passionate you are about that. Now you've come full full circle round, which yeah. makes you almost think those those lesson times were for the purpose of you inspiring exactly. and educating so many other women. I wake up now and just have such a different perception. I don't even think about weighing myself. I nah. I choose to eat based on, okay, how do I want to feel? Oh, or, I get so many recipe ideas oh my, off you, might oh, I say. I get all my recipes from you. Thank you. <laughs> like, where'd you get that paleo bread from? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, always like looking around and yeah. up and down the, the aisles, you know, just reading everything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like that too. I'm like, you, you become your own place. detective, don't yeah. you? Like a health. So I guess 
being in business myself, like I've had lessons in business where like I've had a smoothie bar and shut it down and like and you kind of touched on it with like how the Bob by Rachel Finch initially, the mm. program was initially dance-based and it became too, it was too niche. Is there any business lessons where you've walked into a meeting or you've had a a meeting or someone's put something to you and you're like, oh, that this, this, this is the wrong vibe or, or a lesson or you've had a meeting, it's got really close, things have kind of like progressed and then the, the 11th hour it's just not gone ahead. Is there's, stuff like that there's been a lot of things along the way, whether it's um, meetings with specific people, um, whether it's been creative directions that yeah. we, you just don't agree with because, you know, some people that you work with uh, have different ideas. Totally. And, and if you're putting your name to something, you want it to be, as um, close and as aligned to what you believe in as possible. So, you know, there's been instances where we had original recipes in a lot of the products that had artificial, you know, colorings or, and straight away I was like, you're kidding me, right? Yeah. Like, no way. And they're like, oh, it's got to taste a certain. So, no. So, we chose to work with certain people based upon the, the whole ethos of. Everything needs system. to be 100% yeah. natural and there needs to be nothing artificial and then no, obviously no chemical driven um, derivatives. Yeah. Um, so that was a, a big one for me. Um, yeah, all every step along the way, whether it's to do with the people or the infrastructure or the creativity yeah. or the digital concept or the price of something yeah, um, or the way that we're shipping items to customers um, or our policy on getting back to people uh, within 48 hours, um, you know, which is quite good. Totally. Get, you know, you need to get quite a lot of customer um, support, um, customer support questions coming yeah, through. So totally. to get back within two days, we feel is pretty good. How did you get, because I saw on Insta yesterday, I think you're donating a certain percentage of um, profits from all of your businesses Correct. Yeah. to Bushfire Appeal. Like yeah. how do you get everyone on board with that? Do you just call them up and like, guys, we've got to get behind this? Yeah. So yes, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and everyone was obviously, a couple of people actually came to us. So awesome. we are, we of course own everything, but then yeah. we have um, people that help us. Totally. Run. So we, um, everyone was like more than happy to you know, support the cause, of yeah. course. So we're giving 20% um, of every sale over the, the whole month of January so towards good. Red Cross and Wise Wildlife Rescue. Yeah. Um, and then 100% of all new sales from the program straight to the... I saw that. Straight to the organisations. And you know what, like I... The self-doubt comes in because I, I straight away think it's just not enough, you know, like, but that's what we can um, afford to contribute at this current yeah. point in time. We still have to do things for ourselves and, and for the wider community. So we feel like, I feel like sometimes, you know, it's not going to be in the millions, but at least it's something, you know, and that's why oh, that's massive. I wanted to try um, even just with taking food down and showing Violet how to do that. I saw and we were talking about that earlier. Yeah, so we we, we dropped some supplies and food off to um, the food bank here in yeah. New South Wales and then also to the Bondi Surf Lifesaving Club, which was going out to um, fire-affected areas, which was amazing um, and just it, 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 it's a little bit, but it helps just take away even just a small amount of that heartbreak, totally. you know, and when you know you're giving back in some way, it just helps fill this cup um, and Violet seeing that and her choosing yeah. all the things in the grocery store was just beautiful. She's like, Mommy, I think they might need pull-ups. <laughs> <laughs> 
Elsa pull-ups. <laughs> oh, Elsa pull-ups, of yeah. course. I think also it's more than a number but more the energy. Like yeah. it's, it's also – and people say to me, like, how can one person make a difference? And I'm like, well, it's the energy that you put out. It's, the, it's what you choose. Like you don't need to do – Millions, millions, and millions. like I couldn't give millions of dollars of stuff. I know I couldn't because then there'd be I wouldn't even be able to live. Like I don't uh, even have that kind exactly. of money. Yeah. So I'm like, what can I do? And I think it's the energy of that, like the energy of what can I do, exactly. is massive, and that has a huge ripple effect. Yeah. And we are in such a privileged position where we have a following online. Yeah. And people are watching. So if they come to my Instagram account and find out information on totally. where they can donate or what we're doing and hopefully that inspires someone else to do a good thing. Totally. That's our job half done because that is a privileged position that we're in. Uh, so I learned, so I think a lot of this we've got to thank Celeste for. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I, I saw um, Elise Knowles post a whole range, like oh, I think I woke up one morning a few days ago and I was like she'd done a whole album and I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing? And I just quickly. Yeah. And it was so it's good, isn't see it? see how it's like she like almost subconsciously affected. Yep. Lisa Messenger did it for me. Yeah. Megan Gale. Yeah, oh, Megan you know, Gale. You know, they're just popping up going, guys, I'm doing a – IGTV, this is where we need help. New South Wales, Sydney region, yeah. go here. They need bandages. Like, and she's just listing off all yeah. these things. And I'm going, I've got some of that. I'm going to, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. packing in it. And that's, yeah. you know, like, you just, it just helps that, that energy, like you totally. said. And it just all attributes. And you hit the nail on the head before we started recording this. It will change have an impact across the board for everything I think in Australia. If, yeah, from, the way now, we do business. from now moving forward, yeah. absolutely. Um, I think we were already going in that direction of of considering our waste and what yeah. footprint we're having. Totally. But 2020 and beyond is just going to be the year I think of conservation and preserving our environment and our life as much as possible. If you're into the environment, you should look up Take 3 for the Sea. I think Ooh. you would love it. So the, it's a, I've had him on the podcast actually. He's his name is Tim Silverwood, and the theory is you go to the ocean. Yeah. Like anytime you go to the beach, you just take three bits of rubbish away if with everyone you. Everyone does that. Yeah. He's oh. incredible. I'll send you links because he's incredible, but just literally changing the world. That's awesome. I'm going to do that from now on. Yeah. Take Tag three to see. You'll and love it. It's <laughs> awesome. And, he, and the stuff he does is great. Doco. Yeah. Oh. Trust me. Yeah. Like David Attenborough, he's obviously yeah. you know, forged that, that yeah. side of things around the world. And people just need to, the more we know, and the more, and it's like, I loved seeing a quote yesterday. It doesn't matter if you're not an influencer or you you don't have 500,000 followers. Mm. If you know someone, if you have a mum, if you have a sister, if you have a friend, tell them you are an totally. influencer. Everyone is an influencer. Uh, and everyone can make a change. Like every single person can make a difference. Totally. Like that's the thing. Totally. Random question to yeah. go from, although I feel like your whole ethos is to help and to like I said, like if I, one word to describe you would be kind Aww. to me. But you described earlier on you were like, okay, so I'm either presenting, doing, but like you've got all the, you've got your businesses, you've got this entrepreneurial kind of like um, you're your own boss, you're kind of like a real <laughs> boss lady. Um, if nothing else mattered right now, like career-wise, mm. what is the one where time just stops for you? What's the one thing that you do and you're like, yeah, like is it the filming, is it the TV um. presenting, is it? Is it like I often say to people, what would you dream? Like where do you want to be in five years? But I feel like you're going to be like, I'm living that. You know, I I, I honestly think I truly am doing a mixture of all the things. Yeah. Like because I love 
ticking off goals. I'm very competitive and I love that side of me. I'm like, you know, when I'm listening to an awesome song and I'm at the gym, I'm like thinking of all these goals I want to set and achieve and accomplish more from a personal perspective because I, I, it's that acknowledgement of I can do it. Totally. Whether, whether there's the recognition or not, that doesn't bother me one way or another, but it's the, I've actually accomplished what I, what I set my mind to. Um, the giving back has been something that's that's creeped into my life in the last three to five years more and more. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a feeling that you get um, particularly over the last week or two, so, uh, week or two with the bushfires. There's a feeling that you get that you cannot describe when you help someone else in need, and it's definitely something that um, ignites a greater purpose for me, and something that when I um, in the future, if I can, I'm going to invest a lot more of my time to. And the yeah. other one is my family, yeah. and I think that's first and foremost the stopping still is being with my kids and just oh. like just sitting there and just looking into their eyes and watching them, their little souls grow, knowing that you know, you've had influence over that and, like, it's just pretty phenomenal. And that's, like, yeah, something so magical for me that I just didn't expect, you know. because to me you seem like such a natural. Like watching it on Insta unfold, I'm like, oh, she's such a natural. And I feel like when I say natural I mean you're a nurturer. Yeah, I'm very much, um, like, I feel like an earth mama in a way. Yeah, like, I Naya. love, yeah, I yeah. love the, I love the ocean. I love the trees. I yeah. love, like, just lying in the grass, but I love my home and I could yeah. spend. You're, as, but see, I know why. <laughs> you're born in July, right? Yes. So you're a Cancerian. Yes. Is that right? Oh, you're a homebody, mate. I'm a homebody yeah. <laughs> and I, you've got to rip me out of my home yeah. to get out of home. <laughs> so yeah. for me to come to Alexandria for the podcast. <laughs> Amazing, amazing. I was like having withdrawal. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you at the tail end when nearly that you've been and you have been so phenomenal. Don't be ridiculous. I, I, no, it, it, is, it is so, it is, there's something so wonderful about having somebody on that you've already got a connection with and a, like a friendship with. So it, it feels very like you nice can breathe easy. Yeah. yeah. Like there's yeah. a freedom to it. Before I wrap up, are there any little lessons or anything that we haven't touched on that, because I know I didn't see your list, so I do um, want to give no, you the space. No, it, it was, we pretty much covered them actually. It was, it was the lack of self-care early mm-hmm. on in my life. Um, it was the self-doubt and it was the language and the actions in which I chose to present to my parents when I was a teenager. Just the way I spoke to my mom and the way I spoke to my dad, you know, I regret saying certain things and we, you know, we all as kids yell yell certain things and that was just one thing that I think to myself, oh, I wish I could take that back. We've all done that though. And of course. Yeah. But it's just, you know, their specific ones that... Um, that really hit home to me because too. my, you know, my my parents had done the absolute best that they yeah. could, and that's really hard for me to to swallow because, like, I just wish I was a bit kinder as a teenager. And that was it. But you're so kind. <laughs> like that's the, the the fact that you're even but saying that could, means you've got the humility. Yes, but I know how hard it is as a parent. Yeah. Day to day with stress. Yeah. And we're in a privileged position, and my mum and dad weren't in such a privileged position. Mm. Can you imagine? Like people that have that were in the war and you know having to deal with normal life stresses, ah. like just crazy. So yeah. I just, you know, you just wish you had a lot more compassion when you were younger, and you just wish you understood that 
you know, your parents were going through such a hard time. Yeah. And they say you don't really feel that until you become a parent yourself and you're like, holy smokes, my parents are amazing. I'm like, (laughs) things into perspective. I love you, Mum. I love you, Dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I've heard that the second that you bring a little munchkin into the world, you're just like, whoa. Yeah, so I'm always saying to people, like, call your mum, give your dad a hug. Yeah. Tell them you love them, look them in the eye, do something nice for them, as as small as it might be. Talk to them, you know. Totally. And tell them you love them. And I think take that a step further if you're lucky enough to have grandparents. I think we forget, like, they they get taken away from us as well Mm. and it becomes very real and it's quite sobering when you're like, oh, I don't, that's gone now. Yeah. And even my nan's in a nursing home and Bosso comes all the time and he gets really teary with old, he's got a real soft spot for babies and old people (laughs) and he's like, oh, I just, next time you go to your nan, tell me I'll be there. Like he just, he, yeah, on there's a very, it's this weird kind of like double-edged sword. It's like this is almost like melancholiness seeing someone at the end part of their life, but there's a beauty mm. as well. And yeah. they've often, if their mind is still healthy, they've got a lot to share. Like yeah. I used to sit with my grandpa right up until he passed away and I'd be like, tell me about Like, cause he was in World oh, War II, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, and I love he, hearing the stories. I just ask my nana as many questions as I yeah. can. And I feel like we start and end the same way. It's almost yeah. like we start in this beautiful, innocent um, intuitive sense. Totally. And then we end that way because in the middle there's all this confusion and life learning and mm. understanding and, and and senses around us that are trying to deceive us in a way and yeah. then we've learned that at the end of the day it doesn't really matter. So yeah. we come back to yeah. that that beautiful place. So that's what, yeah, it's a, it's a really beautiful That's such a good way of looking moment. at it. Mm. It's very freeing and I think when you're in amongst the, oh, I don't know who I am, I don't know what I'm doing, it kind of, that knowing again yeah. is like, you got this, yeah. it's all good. Think of the bigger picture, yeah. you can do it. Aww. I couldn't end it any better way. You are incredible. Thank you so, so much. Thank you, my love. And I'll go back to my kitchen now in my, <laughs> in my little bubble. Cancerian, mate. You get back home with the fam. That's yeah. what they, that's number one in the shell, yeah. You grandma, you. <laughs> Wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. Um, thank you. You my are pleasure. incredible. Oh, you're the Big best. Love. Thank you, darling. <laughs> That's a wrap on another episode of Fearlessly Failing. As always, thank you to our guests. And let's continue the conversation on Instagram. I'm at Yummo Lollaberry. This potty, my word for podcast, is available on all streaming platforms. I'd love it if you could subscribe, rate and comment. And of course, spread the love. Mm-hmm.